Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. And welcome to episode 450 of the Michigan Sports Street Post Game Edition on Talk Shoe. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Lewis and our national sports reporter. Like and share the like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Another milestone that we have just reached. Everyone, that the Michigan Sports Truth is now on Reddit, on Reddit.com, and on the Reddit mobile app. Find the username Michigan Sports Truth. I just created that account on Reddit.com. So let's get down to it. The shooter at CMU, just a little after 2 a.m. today placed into police custody. He's arrested. He gone. So everybody in central and northern Michigan, mid-lower Michigan, is safe once again. Yeah, I'm only speaking precautionarily. Speaking in terms of precautionary uh, terms. For everybody out there that's living in the lower anywhere in the anywhere in the lower peninsula. Let everybody safe again. And then the CMU WMU game was rescheduled for 11 a.m. later this morning. At Northwood University in Midland. And the Chippewas beat the Broncos 84-71. Fire up chips. Sean Roundtree with 27 points, CMU with 15 turnovers, Western with 9, chips out rebound the Broncos 37-29, and they outshoot them 49 to 42.9% from the floor and 46.2 to 26.3% three. Chippewas were rating threes, Western Michigan not doing so hot from behind the arc. need to improve their beyond elbow shooting. And that win was for everybody's, for every CMU student that survived what would have been something even worse with that shooter now in custody. 
and he was a student too. He deceased only his two parents, and that's it. Thomas Wilder with 22 points for the Western Michigan Broncos. Chips climb, not climb, but improved to 18 and 13 and 7 and 11 in the MAC. They still finish in fifth place in the MAC West. Western fourth place, nine and nine in the MAC, 17 and 14 overall. Josh Kozinski, another zero point performance in 26 minutes. One rebound, 0 for three from three. Get him, the, get him the fuck off this damn team. Thank God he's a senior. He, I can't wait till that season's over. Especially for that chump. Stupid son of a bitch. Luke Meyer with 18. Cecil Williams with 18. David DeLeo with 17. Kevin McKay with four. Jesus Christ. CMU plays against the Bowling Green Falcons March 5th at 7 p.m. That's At 7 p.m., that's the first round of the Mid-American Conference Tournament. The Western Michigan Broncos play on the same day, except at 7.45 p.m. in the first, first round against the Akron Zips. The Eastern Michigan Eagles... get a first-round bye in the MAC tournament. Now to the Big Ten tournament, the first semifinal, the Michigan Wolverines, 15th ranked, upset the second-ranked Michigan State Spartans and won seeded to 75-64. Both teams were taking good care of the football. Michigan Turned the ball over nine times. MSU, eight turnovers. MSU is really struggling from three-point range. 28% flat. Michigan, 36% flat. And the Wolverines outshoot the Spartans 47, to 44.7% to 38.1%. And they barely out-rebound them 36-33. That was a damn close game, and that's the way I liked it. It doesn't matter... It never matters to me who wins between Michigan and Michigan State in any sport. Now let's go to the box score here. So the victorious Wolverines got a three-way tie for the co-lead in scoring for the Maize and Blue. Mo Wagner, Xavier Simpson, and Muhammad Ali Abdul-Rahman with 15 points each. Duncan Robinson off the bench with 13. Chris Matthews with 12 Isaac Livers with three in 19 minutes. Bench him. Put Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup, please. For the upset Michigan State Spartans, Miles Bridges fouled out with 17 points and seven rebounds. No double-double by any player of either team in that game. Jaron Jackson Jr. with 13, Cassius Winston with 11, Matt McQuaid with 9, Nick Ward with 6 in the starting lineup, Josh Langford with 2 points and 7 rebounds in 27 minutes in the starting lineup. Josh Langford shoots 1 for 8, 1 for 8 in the starting fucking lineup. He should be benched. Matt McQuaid should be the starting should be in the starting lineup for Tom Izzo's squad. And John Beeline should switch Isaac Livers with Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup and the bench. 
Wolverines will play the Purdue Boilermakers, who beat the Penn State Nittany Lions 78-70 to in the second Big Ten semifinal. NCAA Division I men's basketball tournament selection show is a week from tomorrow. Michigan plays, plays number eight Purdue 4.30 on CBS from Madison Square Garden in Times Square in New York City. Purdue has swept the regular season series with Michigan. The Boilermakers look to make it a three-game sweep while the Wolverines of Ann Arbor look to play spoiler. Pistons, however, they continue to suck. They lose 105-96 to the Miami Heat in South Beach. Pistons, yeah, 29-34. Heat, 33-30. Despite Blake Griffin scoring 31 fucking points, Pistons shoot an ice cold 29.2 from 29.2% from three-point range. Absolutely awful. Pistons are now four games back of the Heat because of because they lost to the Heat. Four games back from that eighth and final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference on NBA.com slash standings. I expected the Heat to beat the Pistons tonight. I expected the Pistons to continue their losing ways. And they're probably going to be stuck in mediocre, in mediocrity. I'm not surprised by it. Stan Van Gunny ought to be fired as team president and head coach. Jeff Bauer ought to be fired as the general manager. Question is, can Tom Gores even do any of these, if any. They're in Cleveland against the Cavaliers Monday at 7 on NBA TV. Now, the Cavaliers are already back on track, except they lost two straight, but I think they'll smash the Pistons. It's here in Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. The Red Wings tanking system update. Red Wings still fourth worst in the East. The Canadians got a point on an overtime loss in Boston to the Bruins, two to one in overtime. It did not go to a shootout; it just went to overtime. It, the New York Rangers lead the Edmonton Oilers one nothing with two ten left in the first period at Rogers Place in Edmonton. Three oh six to go, rather. Actually, it's two ten. But anyway, so first period's almost over in Edmonton. And the Chicago Blackhawks. Done the Los Angeles Kings five to three. They play spoiler at Staples Center. They're in a tie with they're in a tie in points with the New York Rangers at sixty four points. The Red Wings stay at sixty two, 
after two straight regulation losses, thankfully. The Canadians are one point behind the wings at 61. The Edmonton Oilers, 58 points. Vancouver Canucks, 57 points. Seven, Senators, Ottawa Senators, 54. Buffalo Sabres, 51. Arizona Coyotes, 50 points. The Blackhawks hold that tiebreaker with the Rangers, by the way, with a record of 28-29-8. Rangers, 29-30-6. and six. Now a minute 36 left in the first period between the Rangers and Oilers. Lewis Tenor has the rest of the scores, including the Stadium Series Classic between the Maple Leafs and the Capitals. Alex Ovechkin, at least down to a down to up to two goals away from six career goal number six hundred. Tigers lose to the Tampa Bay Rays 7-4 in Lakeland. That's my Michigan Sports Truth material for tonight. Now it's time for Lewis to North National Sports Report. Louie, take it away. You got it. All right. Well, I'll review some of the other scores uh, that would not go over. The Penguins over the Islanders, 3-2 in overtime, and Crosby scored the winning goal in overtime. The Bruins over the Canadians, 2-1 overtime. Uh, Mark. Marchad had the winning goal in that game. And it's now 14.2 seconds to go as the Rangers lead Edmonton 1 0. I'm viewing that game live as we speak. Blackhawks end their road losing streak with the 5 3 win over the Kings. The Stars over the Blues 3 2. Ben's overtime goal was the difference there. Capitals over the Maple Leafs, 5-2. I'll hold on. I'll have to update that. The Lightning over the Flyers. This was a good one. 7-6. And Stamkos had a career five points in that game. Wow. And we'll just check check a few minutes here. As official now, the end of the first period, Rangers now lead Edmonton. One zip, and that was a fairly quick goal when they got there, too. All right. So, continuing on, the Capitals. It is a final. Capitals over the Maple Leafs. Five to two. And Ranta stops 23 goals, 23 shots, as the Coyotes beat the Senators two to one. I'm not kidding. The Coyotes actually won a game. How about that? All right, so now we'll check the standings, and they go like this. All right, leading off in the Atlantic Conference and Atlantic Division Eastern Conference, it goes like this. The Lightning are now at 94 points with 45, 17, and 4. The Bruins are 88 points at 40, 15, and 8. The Leafs are 39, 21, and 7, 85 points. Further down the list are the Panthers at 68 points at 31, 25, and 6. The Red Wings are at 62 points at 28, 28, and 10. Canadians are 25, 29, and 11. And the Senators are 54 points at 22, 32, and 10. And the Sabres are... 20, 34, and 11 at 51 points. Eh, not bad. Metropolitan Division, the Capitals keep rolling at 81 points at 37, 21, and 7. Flyers, 79 points at 34, 20, and 11. 78 points, the Penguins at 37, 25, and 4. Devils, 74 points at 33, 24, and 8. They'll play tomorrow. Hurricanes are at 29, 25, and 11, 69 points. Also 69 points are the Blue Jackets at 32, 28, and 5. 66 points of the Islanders at 29, 29, 8. And the Rangers are 29, 30, and 6. 64 points, pending the outcome of this game tonight. Western Conference. Predators at 91 points at 41, 30, 14, and 9. Jets, 85 points, 38, 17, and 9. 
Mm-hmm. Continuing on, the Stars are 79 points at 37, 23, and 5. The Wild are also 79 points at 36, 22, and 7. Avalanche, 75 points, 35, 24, and 5. Blues, 75 points, 35, 26, and 5. And the Blackhawks, 64 points at 28, 29, and 8. And the Pacific Division, the Golden Knights, 87 points, 41, 18, and 5. Sharks, 79 points, 35, 21, and 9. Kings, 36, 25, and 5. 77 points. Ducks, 76 points, 32, 21, and 12. Flames, 73 points, 32, 25, and 9. Oilers, down the list at 58 points, 27, 33, and 4. Canucks, 24, 32, and 9, 57 points. And last and certainly least, the Coyotes, 20, 34, and 10, 50 points. All right, now let's take care of tomorrow's games. And it goes. Oh, wait, wild card first. And it should begin to be a little bit more interesting now. And it leads this way. First, we go to the Eastern Conference. And the Devils still hold the lead at 64 points, followed by the Hurricanes at 69 points. Also 69 points are the Blue Jackets. The Panthers are at 68. The Islanders are at 66 points. The Rangers are at 64 points. Red Wings are 62 points. Canadians are 61 points. Senators, 54 points. And the Sabres, 51 points. In the West, the Wild are still leading the wildcard spot at 79 points. Ducks, 76 points. The Avalanche and Blues are at 75 points. The Flames are at 73 points. Blackhawks, 64 points. Oilers, 58 points. Canucks, 57 points. And the Coyotes at 50. All right, now we'll check tomorrow's schedule. And it reads this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they'll start early tomorrow. Is usually on Sunday. We start off with a couple of afternoon games at three o'clock, with the Flyers taking on the Panthers and the Predators taking on the Avalanche. Both at three. At four o'clock, Blackhawks take on the Ducks. At five o'clock. Golden Knights take on the New Jersey Devils. 7 o'clock games. Jets versus the Hurricanes. Your Red Wings take on the Wild. And at 9 o'clock, the Blue Jackets take on the Sharks. All right. So now we'll go from the ice over to the hardwood. We'll start off in the NBA first of all. And it reads this way. All right. Game just went final. The Rockets... Over the Celtics, 123-120. Marcus Morris had 21 points, 4 rebounds, and 1 assist. James Harden, 26 points, 10 assists, and 7 rebounds. Um, game just ended here. The Lakers over the Spurs, 116-112. to Lonzo Ball, 18 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds. Hmm. Paul Gasol, 19 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. At the half, the Trailblazers lead the Thunder, 53-50. Westbrook, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. McCollum, C.J. McCollum, that is, 13 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. 9.41 to go in the third quarter. The Jazz lead the Kings, 54-45. Rudy Gobert, Gobert, 7 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist. And De'Aaron Fox, 12 points, 3 rebounds, and 1 assist. Magic over the Grizzlies, 107-100. Ben McLemore, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. And uh, Nikolai Burke had 19.6 rebounds and 2 assists. The Nuggets over the Cavaliers, oh, here we go, 126-117. Gary Harris, 32 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. LeBron James, another triple-double here, 25 points. 15 assists and 10 rebounds. And the Heat over the Pistons, 105-96. Blake Griffin, 
31 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. Kelly Olnick, 17 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists. This is suck. So the Knicks, I'll leave that one alone, though. <laughs> All right. So now the standings. And let's just see who's on top and who's in the dumpster fire. Oh, boy. All right. Well, now the Raptors are 44-17 and 17 and now lead the Celtics by a game and a half at 44-20, and 20, thanks to that loss. Uh, Cavaliers are eight and a half back at 36-26. and 26. The Wizards are... Nine back at thirty six and twenty seven. Pacers are nine and a half back at thirty-five and twenty seven. Sixers ten back at thirty-four and twenty-seven. Bucks eleven and a half back at thirty-three and twenty-nine, and the Heat are thirty-three and thirty at twelve back. Continuing down here, Pistons are now twenty nine and thirty four at sixteen back. Hornets are seventeen back at 28 and 35. The Knicks are 21 back at 24 and 39. Abysmal. Bulls 21, 41, 23 and a half back. Nets 25 back at 20 and 43. The Magic 25 back at 20 and 43 as well. And the Hawks are 19 and 44, 26 back. In the West. Rockets are 49-13, have a half-game lead over the Warriors at 49-14. Further back are the Blazers at 36-26, 13 back. Also 13 back are the Thunder at 37-27. And at 13 back at 38-28 are the Wolves. Interesting, I'll go 13 back. At 13 and a half back, the Pelicans are 35-26. Also, 13 at back are the Spurs at 36 and 27, and at 14 and a half back are the Nuggets at 35 and 28. Clippers are on the outside looking in at 33 and 28, 15 and a half back. Jazz, 32 and 30, 17 back. Lakers, 28 and 34, 21 back. At 30 back are the Kings at 19 and 43. Oh boy. 30 and a half back are the Mavericks at 19 and 44. At 19 and 45, 31 back at the Suns. And the Grizzlies are also 31 back at 18 and 44. All right, so now we'll check tomorrow's schedule. And it reads like this starting with a pair of, um, well, one afternoon game, actually. The Suns. We'll take on the Hawks at 3.30. Six o'clock games, the Hornets take on the Raptors, and the Pacers take on the Withers. Seven o'clock games, actually only one. Pelicans take on the Mavericks. Eight o'clock, Sixers take on the Bucks, And a pair of nine o'clock games, both involve my area, too. Uh, the Nets take on the Clippers, and the Knicks take on the Kings. Hmm. And it's a mismatch any way you slice it. Because three of the four teams are horrific anyway. All right. So now we'll go to the college rankings as we're in the last week of the regular season. Go figure. All right. So we okay, and we'll start off with the top twenty-five first. And we had a we had a slew of them today, starting with. North Carolina, uh, yes, Duke over North Carolina, 74-64. Williams had 13 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Marvin Bakley, the third, 21 points, 15 rebounds, 1 assist. 9.50 to go in the second half. Gonzaga leads by Ola Marimont, 59-50. Uh, James... Batman, 15 points, 2 assists, 1 rebound. Jonathan Williams has 17 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 assists. 11.47 to go in the second half. San Diego State State leaves Nevada, 55-51. 
Jordan Caroline, 19 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. Cameron Rooks, 12 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Number 1, Virginia, uh, gets past Notre Dame, but it wasn't easy. 62-57. Colson had 24 points, 15 rebounds, 1 block. Devin Hall had 17 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. In the Battle of Michigan, it was the Michigan Wolverines over the Michigan State Spartans, 75-64. Muhammad Abdul Rockland, 15 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Miles Bridges, 17 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist. I thought it was going to be a closer game. I thought it would be a closer game. Number three, Xavier gets by DePaul, barely, 65-62. Trevon Blewett, 22 points, 6 rebounds, and 1 assist. At least he didn't blow it. Brandon Braden Cyrus, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and gives Xavier their first ever regular season conference title. I thought they'd done it before. I guess not. Villanova beat up on Georgetown, 97-73. Jesse Govan, 30 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist. And Mikhail Bridges, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 1 steal. And Patrick Ewing was at the game, and boy, did he look old. Oklahoma State over Kansas, 82-64. Devontae Graham had 15 points, 8 assists, 1 rebound. Kendall Smith, 25 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Purdue over Penn State, 78-70. Garner had 33 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist. Carson Edwards, 27 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Texas Tech over TCU, 79-75. Vladimir Bozeman, uh, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. And Evans, that's Keanu Evans, 23 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Auburn over South Carolina, 79-70. Frank Booker, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. Bryce Brown, 29 points, 4 rebounds, and 1 assist. Tennessee over Georgia, 66-61. Dante Mayton, 18 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. And Admiral Schofield, 23 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Admiral. Syracuse got by Clemson, 55-52. Elijah Thomas had 18 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. And Brissett had 17 points, 6 rebounds, one assist. Arizona over Cal, California that is, 66-54. Justice Swing had 17 points, five rebounds, one assist. And DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm, 26 points, 20 rebounds, one assist. The guy everybody's been talking about. Texas over West Virginia, 87-79. Javon Carter, 12 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds. Uh, Kervin Roach, 22 points, 8 assists, 3 rebounds. Florida over Kentucky, 87-67. Alexander had 17 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. Hudson had 22 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist. Marshall over Mid-Tennessee, 76-67. C.J. Burks had 20 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Brandon Walters had 20 points and 8 rebounds. And coming up in about, oh, 25 minutes from now, Mount St. Mary's takes on Pepperdine. All right, so let's check the other games that have gone place today. As was... Wall to wall, pretty much uh, the entire day. All right, and here we go. Games of progress. Uh, Manhattan is taking on Iona, Lyon, Marymount, and San Diego State. 
Southern Utah taking on Idaho, Cal Poly taking on Santa Barbara, Northern Colorado versus Sacramento State, the Battle for Los Angeles, UCLA versus USC coming up, in progress rather, Riverside taking on Long Beach State, Davis taking on Irvine, and as I just mentioned, Pepperdine going up against St. Mary's in about 20 minutes or so, give or take. All right, so now let's check the rest of the day's scores, and we go like this. As we mentioned, uh, Central Michigan over Western Michigan, 84-71. Georgia Tech over Wake Forest, 64-56. Miami gets by Virginia Tech, 69-68. Providence over St. John's, 61-57. Greensboro over the Citadel, 72-58. LIU Brooklyn over Fairleigh Dickinson, 78-77. Good try. LSU over Mississippi State, 78-57. UMBC over UMass Lowell, 89-77. Florida State over BC, 85-76. Texas A&M over Alabama, 68-66. Kansas State over Baylor, 77-67. Virginia Commonwealth over Fordham, Fordham, 83-58. St. Joseph's over LaSalle, 78-70. Wagner over Robert Morris, 75-64. Georgia State over South Alabama, 90-75. Stanford over Arizona State, just barely 84-83. Marquette over Creighton, 85-81. Good. Wolford over Mercer, 73-53. Dayton over George Washington, 88-78. Arkansas State over Monroe, 83-79. Appalachia State over Coastal Carolina, 76-67. Albany Christian over the Internet World, 69-59. Weber State over Montana State in overtime, 95-92. Presbyterian, uh, no wait, Portland State over North Dakota, also in overtime, 97-90. Air Force over San Jose State, 83-61. Drexel over James Madison, 70-62. BYU over San Diego, 85-79. Hartford over New Hampshire, 71-60. Drexel over James Madison, 70-62. BYU over San Diego, 80-79. Okay. And still one nothing Rangers at Edmonton. Prince uh, Yale over Princeton ninety four to ninety in overtime. Cornell over Dartmouth eighty six seventy five. Harvard over Columbia ninety three seventy four. Richmond over George Mason ninety three seventy nine. Utah over Colorado sixty four fifty four. Delaware over Elon eighty six seventy nine. Prairie View over Southern, 77-59. Texas State over, I mean, Texas Southern over Alcorn State, 78-71. Oregon State over Washington State, 92-67. Illinois State over Southern Illinois, 76-68 overtime. San Francisco over the Pacific, 71-70, also in overtime. And tuning on down the line here. Boise State over Wyoming, 95-87. Old Dominion over Florida International, 79-53. Alabama A&M over Jackson State, 66-59. Fairfield over Niagara, 90-77. South Dakota State over Western Illinois, 66-60. Stony Brook over Albany, 69-60. Maine over uh, Vermont over Maine, 75-60. Charlotte over Florida Atlantic, 85-78. Seton Hall over Butler, 77-70. Good news for me. <laughs> Texas A&MCC over Houston Baptist, 92-87. Stephen F. Austin over Sam Houston State, 68-53. UMass over Duquesne, 85-75. 
St. Bonaventure over St. Louis, 64-56. Little Rock over Louisiana, over Louisiana 72-61. That game went to overtime. New Mexico over Rio Grande Valley, 86-71. San Antonio over Rice, 79-60. UAB over Western Kentucky, 101-173. Cleveland State over North Kentucky, 89-80. Murray State over Belmont, 68-51. Vanderbilt over Old Miss, 82-69. Arkansas Pine Bluff over Mississippi Valley, 94-57. Firm over Western Carolina, 97-73. Grand Canyon over Bakersfield, 81-68. Yes, they have a real basketball team, folks. Utah Valley over Seattle, 73-47. Montana over Idaho State, 75-64. Utah State over UNLV, 79-67. South Dakota over Omaha, 8773 and Bradley over Loyola Chicago 6254 All right so now we'll check tomorrow's oh just a few more Eastern Tennessee over Chattanooga 7759 Grambling over Alabama State 6664 and Hawaii over Cal State Fullerton, 68-60. All right, all I can say that is aloha. So now we'll check the tomorrow schedule. And it reads this. And the last day before conference tournaments really kick in. Top uh, team matchup here. As number 10 Cincinnati takes on Wichita State at noon. Other noon games are Drexel at Charleston and Holy Cross takes on Colgate. 1 o'clock, Liberty takes on Radford. Other games include the 2 o'clock games are SMU at South Florida, Boston University versus Bucknell. 2.05, Illinois State takes on Loyola Chicago. 2.30, Townsend takes on William & Mary. 3 o'clock games, Temple versus Tulane, East Carolina versus Memphis. Lipsicum takes on Florida Gulf Coast. 4 o'clock, UConn takes on number 25, Houston. Wolford takes on Greensboro. 4.30, number 15, Michigan takes on number 8, Purdue. That's going to be tough. Tulane takes on UCF. 5 o'clock, Milwaukee takes on UIC. 6 o'clock games, Delaware takes on Northeastern. Berman takes on East Tennessee State at 6.30. St. Peter's has a team to be determined later at 7 o'clock. North Dakota State takes on Fort Wayne at 7. IUPUI takes on Oakland at 7.30. Wilmington takes on Hofstra at 8.30. Quinnipiac takes on Fairfield at 9.30. And Oral Roberts takes on Denver also at 9.30. And that will wrap up the uh, regular season in college basketball. All right, now I'm going to go to um, Exhibition Baseball, if nobody minds. And the scores read like this. Yankees over the Red Sox today, 5-3. to Carroll got the win, Scott got the loss, and Holder got the save. And I believe that that was uh, Wilson's last game as a Yankee in spring training. Well, it was fun having you. The Rays over the Tigers, 7-4. DeLon got the win. Soto got the loss. And Gabbitt got the save. Braves over the Cardinals, 9-2. Heron got the win. And Miles got the loss. Nationals over the Astros, 8-1. Kitchener got the save. And Goose got the loss. Orioles over the Phillies, 4-2. Gasman got the save. I mean, got the win. Eshelman got the loss, and Long got the save. Pirates edge the Phillies, 4-3. Stilson got the win. 
Lindenhart got the loss, and McKinney got the save. The Marlins uh, hold up the Mets, one nothing. Mm. Urena got the win. Snyder got the loss, and Secondire got the save. Blue Jays over the Twins, thirteen to eight. McGuire got the win, and Thorpe got the loss. Giants over Indians, thirteen to four. Bleed got the win. Tomlin got the loss. White Sox over the Royals, 9-6. Valeri got the win. Flynn got the loss, and Stevens got the save. Padres over the Athletics, 10-4. Lyles got the win. Graveman got the loss. Cubs over the Reds, 7-4. Chatwood got the win. Castillo got the loss. Dodgers had no trouble with the Diamondbacks, 14-6. Wood got the win. Ray got the loss. Giants over Rangers, 9-4. Holland got the win, and Hamels got the loss. Brewers has the Rockies, 6-5. Archer got the win. Castellini got the loss. And Wilkerson got the save. And finally... Mariners over the Angels, 4-2. Phelps got the win, and Parker got the loss. All right. Uh, I know everybody's going to think I'm crazy for doing this now, but I just came across something that the MLS kicked off its season today, season number 23, and I just happen to have a few scores here. That's right, folks. I follow MLS, too, as well. I can't think I'm a nut for doing it, but okay. And there were... Quite a few games on the opening day schedule. Right now, San Jose is leading Minnesota 2 to nothing in the 50th minute. and That's in the half number two. Others are all finals. Columbus Crew over Toronto 2 nothing. Houston didn't have a problem with Atlanta. They blank them 4 nothing. Philadelphia over New England 2 nothing. Orlando and D.C. United uh, finished in a 1-1 draw. And... Dallas and Salt Lake finish in a 1-1 draw. And D.C. actually played the first uh, MLS game back in April of 1996. Oof, I remember that game, too. I'm making myself feel old now. Okay. All right, now on to the news items of the day. And we read like this. And by the way, now it's 1-1, Rangers and Edmonton. Uh, keep mind on this game, folks, because playoff implications are really on the line right now. All right. Cavaliers forward Jeff Green underwent an MRI on his lower back and will miss two games. Good news is there's no structured damage to him. That's according to head coach Tyron Lue. However, Green will miss games against the Nuggets and the Pistons and then will be evaluated and... Coach Lou said, we'll take it from there. Green missed Tuesday's game with the same condition. Lakers forward Brandon, Brandon Ingram was ruled out of tonight's game versus the Spurs with a hip flexor and will undergo MRI in Los Angeles tomorrow. Ingram injured his hip flexor in Thursday's win over the Heat after being fouled in the second half and took a spill. Ingram was still in pain this morning and did not attend the shoot-around. Kyle Kuzma uh, took his place. NHL outdoor game um, did play tonight, despite the fact that high winds could have pushed the game back to tomorrow, at least take on the Capitals, but the game was played tonight, went off without a hitch. Ashton Matthews misses four straight game with a shoulder injury. Yeah, there was there was talk about um, postponing the game, but obviously all was well. I mean, what kind of condition do you expect you want? You want a blizzard? I know it's outdoors, but you know, you can think about it. <laughs> okay. 
sad news coming out from the University of Rice as Blaine Padgett, a defensive player on the Alice football team, was found dead in his apartment uh, yesterday. He was just 21 years old. There was no known cause of his death given at this time. Coach Mike Bloomgreen sent a statement that my thoughts are now how to help Blaine's family and his teammates through this difficult period. In 2016, he led the defensive line with 41 tackles and 3.5 career sacks and made the Conference USA honor roll team in the past two seasons. A shame. Came with a bright future. Missouri freshman Michael Porter Jr. did not play in tonight's regular season game against Arkansas, but hopes to return time for next week's SEC tournament. Potter Mitch uh, missed much of the season with a back injury and had, subs- had subsequent surgery after only playing two minutes in the season opener. Ugh. Recently returning to practice. Recently returning to practice. After two more practices since coming home from Nashville for this week's game against Vanderbilt, I feel is in my best interest of the team and myself that I do not play tonight. Porter said in a statement today. Sources tell ESPN that NBA executives believe Porter should make an attempt to play this season, and we wish him well. All right, the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes uh, continues to roll on, and now he's narrowed down to the final four. And the lucky ones are the Vikings, the Broncos, the Cardinals, and my New York Jets. I'm not a betting man on this, but if I had to take my money on that, I'd probably go with Denver. Those teams are privately planning just how to pursue Cousins and how to structure a contract uh, for him and how to land him. Sources told Adam Schefter, most teams are thinking a short-term deal, three years maximum, but with a very high guarantee in the contract. Cousins is flexible on how the money will be paid out because he made so much under the franchise tag. The Red, for the Redskins under the past two seasons. He is one of the league's most productive quarterbacks since becoming their full-time starter. He ranks fourth in passing yards, sixth in the passer rating, and eighth in touchdown passes. Sometimes I don't think he's going to be a good fit for the Jets. I'm sorry to say that. All right. Uh, NBA items here. The Jazz, over with 116-108 last night, Timberwolves guard Jeff Teague was ex- was ejected last night after after a hip check. Jazz point guard Rick, Rick Rubio in a game that led to three ejections and five technical fouls. So he was chasing Rubio down the court in the fourth quarter when he lowered his shoulder and bumped Rubio to the Timberwolves bench. He was called for a flagrant two foul with just over five minutes in the fourth quarter last night with a win over the Wolves. After the Higgy left the, the court, Jazz guard Jay Crowder and Timberwolves coach Tom Thibodeau were issued double heading goals for arguing with each other. Crowder and Thibodeau was later ejected with his setting technical foul with 45 seconds left in the game. Wolves forward Carl Anthony Towns was also injected just before the half when he was called for a second technical foul for arguing a non-call. Referee Kane Fitzgerald said after the game that Towns' first technical foul was for a was for a dead ball contact, and the second one was for was for constantly was for constantly complaining. Three or four times in a row, he was ranting on giving the technical foul. When asked if Thibodeau's fouls were justified, Coach Thibodeau only said, I was disappointed in the way the game was managed. Forward Jimmy Butler, who was silent with a knee injury, approved of Teague's play. Hmm. Yeah, well, Jimmy, you should have been there. Maybe you would have thought something different. All right, uh, continuing on. 
And of course, Les. Uh, a few more notes here. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last, uh, last night, but I'll mention it again just in case. Stephon Curry suffered a mild high ankle sprain in last night's game against the Hawks. First went to the locker room, then returned to the bench in the second quarter, but left in the third quarter for the rest of the game. But he did score 28 points. It does not look to be a serious injury, so don't worry, everybody. He's going to be okay. Ah, one item I overlooked. The L.A. Rams are trading two-time Pro Bowler Robert Quinn to the Dolphins, likely for a third or fourth round draft selection. Rams and Dolphins also will swap late round draft picks. Quinn had a rebounding year last season, switching from defensive end to outside linebacker in a 3-4 scheme, thanks to new new defensive coordinator Wade Phillips. And it isn't even... uh, the new league year yet. <laughs> that begins on March 14th. All right, just um, just a quick look at some a few more items here, if necessary. Oh, now this game's getting really good. All right. Hmm. A note from Gary Bettman here. Gary Bettman, as you know, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, Calgary Flames' financial situation continues to deteriorate as the team remains at the Scotty Bank battle, battle home in Calgary, and it's, like you said, deteriorating at the, at the moment. The building is in time as a work of art. It was time... It's long past, Bateman said. Friday in Calgary as part of his Western Canadian tour. They don't build buildings like this anymore. (laughs) But eventually everything does get old. Bateman listed a lack of of amenities for fans and players as well as opportunities for ownership to generate revenue among the many shortcomings of the building that has opened since 1983. He said it simply does not compare in the way to Rogers Place, the new home of the Edmonton Oilers. Have you been up the road to Edmonton, Bateman said? Do you see a difference between the two buildings? You know the answer to the question. Bateman, the Bateman and the Calgary concert goers are losing out as well. Hmm. Yeah. So, who knows? They might be next in the chopping block, too, to move. Yeah, they don't be they don't make buildings of this anymore and they don't have the good franchises that they once did. What a shame. All right. Oh John Hayward, okay, I got some here on where he's not playing it it says Brad Stevens on Gordon Hayward. He's not playing this year, so it seems. The day after the Players' Tribune posted a video highlighting Gordon Hayward's rehab for a fractured ankle, Celtics coach Brad Stevens offered his most definite comments of the year by saying Hayward will not play during the 27 and 2018 season. He's not playing this year. I don't know what to say, said Stevens who has fielded an increased amount of questions about Hayward's progress in recent weeks. That devastating injury in the first game of the season. Uh, On Friday, Hayward tweeted the Players' Tribune video with a caption, Patience. One goal ahead into more details were coming about his rehab. The The side of Hayward getting a tiny bit of lift on his jump during jump shot during workouts. Filmed on the West Coast in late January and early February. Left some observers wondering if he was making the sort of progress that might make a return this season possible. In recent weeks, Coach Stevens and Celtics President of Basketball Operations Danny Ainge uh, have noted that Hayward was making progress 
but still wasn't even ready to travel with the team until he had reached the point where he could do workouts away from the Altergy anti-gravity treadmill that's where he'd been forced to use while waiting for clearance to run a full body weight on the injured ankle. Just an ankle injury, huh? Yeah. Uh, Hayward fractured the ankle on opening night in Cleveland, and both player and team have stressed that they did not anticipate a return this season, but never definitely closed the door. Stevens had reportedly suggested that he would not put limits on Hayward's rehab, but was both playful and empathetic when asked about the latest video um, yesterday morning. Did he dunk? Stevens uh, explained when he told that his that this was the first time we had ever seen a video of Hayward jumping. He's regressing, yes. He did another G treadmill workout this morning, uh, yesterday morning, Stevens said. He's up to 60% of his weight on the Alter G. If you ever run on the Alter G, then it feels like he's touching the ground. It's great. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. A reporter playfully asked if we should ask Stevens for another update on Sunday. Yeah, check back tomorrow, cracked Stevens before jokingly adding, he'll be doubtful on Monday. Well, we certainly wish him, we certainly wish him the best of luck. All right, so now we'll just check the remainder of the scores. Starting with the NBA here. We'll just, run, we'll just run down one more time. Right now, 6.59 to go in the fourth. The Blazers lead the Thunder 92-85. Paul George, 21 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. C.J. McCollum is up to 20 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. The Jazz leading the Kings now 88-77. Donovan Mitchell has now 21 points, Five assists, two rebounds. And Labarisi has 12 points, 11 rebounds, and three assists. All the rest, I believe, are final. And they are. All right, so NHL right now. Rangers are now leading the Oilers now. Three to one, 7.40 to go in the second period. This is a late game, so if you're wondering how this is still going on, now you know. And they've done pretty well on this uh, West Coast road trip. And since the trade um, deadline, they're now 2-1 and one on this road trip. Uh, 2-1 and one on the – actually 2-1 when they started the, the trade deadline. So they can only get a three-game sweep if they win this game tonight. And that is the only game – that's the only game that's being played now in the National Hockey League. And we'll check one more time here with the schedule here for college basketball. As late games, of course, on the West Coast are still popping in. Loyola Marymount and Gonzaga are in progress, as well as Nevada and San Diego State. And just a check there. Southern Utah taking on Utah. The Battle of UCLA and USC. Riverside and Long Beach getting underway. Davis and Irvine still playing and Pepperdine and St. Mary's have just started. All right, that takes care of my notes. I'll hand it back over to you. All right. All my, do you throw it back to me? Yes. All right, that's going to do it for episode 450 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on TalkShoot. Battlestar Galactica is on. I, I'm going to head out. Oh, okay. Episode 306 of the Week in Review at at least 10, maybe 10.30. Episode 451 
I believe will be at midnight because I'll be in Breckenridge. All right. That's the original Bass Circle, I think, right? Yep. Ah, classic. Tell in for Lewiston or I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Also, check us out on Reddit. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.